Hi, you guys. Welcome back, and um, hope you're having a good beginning of the holidays, and Merry Christmas, and regardless of what religion you are or no religion, it, I'm talking to everybody in it. It's just supposed to be a time uh, not about whether you're in the right religion or not, but whether you're having good uh, wishes toward everybody around you, all, all the other humans and on earth and everywhere, and uh, toward spirit, which is in everything. And even if you're an atheist and you're sure there's no spirit or no God, um, you know about nature and you know about the beauty that is inherently inside everybody, even if it's covered up by mental programming and things that need to be gotten rid of. So I had a couple of things to share with you tonight, and we're not even going to have time to do the whole thing, but a couple of clips. One is from a doctor that I mentioned in the SafeStream version on YouTube, and I hope you guys came over from YouTube and get to watch this, or at least get to watch the archive of it. It's a doctor who's done some great work and still is. His name is Dr. Zelenko. Z like zebra, Z-E-L-E-N-K-O. He's got a website called, uh, I think it's drzelenko.com or something very similar to that. And the reason that, well, one of the reasons it's important, this, yeah, he's a rabbi, also a Jewish rabbi, but he's just a great person. And, um, medical doctor too and used to be an atheist in fact speaking of being a rabbi but um very brave and committed to telling the truth and when when the so-called pandemic started i couldn't really get into this before on the last show uh, he found out about uh, hydroxychloroquine and about ivermectin and he when uh, Trump was initially, when he was in office, trying to figure out what to do about this. And Trump's instincts were, how can we help people in a way that's going to be good for them? And Zelenko introduced him to hydroxychloroquine. And Trump said, well, we should make this available for free to everybody in America. And, um, you know, that's the attitude that Trump had. He's got some ego problems and huge blind spots. But many things he's done indicate he's not a bad person to me. And I got attacked a lot for saying that because, oh, yeah, he's in on it and he devoted to Satan and all this other stuff. I don't see that because I look at what people do. So Zelenko got him aware of, of hydroxychloroquine. He actually made an order, Trump did, to give it to every American free. Imagine what would have happened differently if if that had gone through and not been blocked you know there was one of the states in india uh, one of the big states it has 200 million people in it i don't remember the name and they did give uh not hydroxychloroquine but ivermectin which is apparently just as good uh to all their people and they had no pandemic at all that's why it had to be blocked because the people behind the so-called pandemic are openly serving evil and they've convinced the public health workers and the officials and people in the agencies and everything that if you want to really save humanity from extinction you have to do all these ridiculous things and push the injection which has killed so many people already and injured millions all over the world uh trump somehow started out wanting to give everybody uh, hydroxychloroquine, which was clearly he did. It was, it's not a, a theory that actually was the case. Solenko knew it. And then he got 
a visit from Gates and some other people involved, and he said, we have to push the vaccine. It's the only way to save everybody. And he's still <clears throat> really pushing it even harder than before. And so Trump has become complicit in hundreds of millions or maybe billions of deaths. The only way that he could redeem his leadership value is to apologize and say, you know, sincerely, sorry about killing so many of you guys. I didn't know that that was the case, but it's my fault, and I'm sorry, and please forgive me, and let's make the world great again, you know, and uh, America's an example, which every country really could do. I'm not in favor of world government at all because each country should decide its own fate, but they should all cooperate. And Trump could have been a leader for America for that, but not as long as he's complicit in murder. You know, he'll have to do something about that, but we don't have, we have to not wait for Trump. And I wanted to play you this great interview from Zelenko, or at least as much of it as we have time for where he's talking about some of the background of what's going on and um, what he's doing and trying to get this information to people. He's got protocols on his website uh, for people that are sick and people who want to prevent getting sick. And I don't think he's some kind of a master of natural healing or anything like that, but he's honest and brave, uh, way above the average you know, doctor right now. And what he's saying is valuable. The only thing I would really take exception with is that um, he knows where, pretty much where the pandemic came from. And he's really hating those people that are murderers and uh, the great reset people on all World Economic Forum leaders. And he wants them to all, you know, get sent to hell and get tortured forever. I would tell... Dr. Zelenko, the next step is real, just like Alex Jones has realized, in part at least, which is clear in his production, Reset Wars, that hating anybody is not a good idea. Because we're generating frequency all the time. It's not some new age uh, kumbaya type thing. It's absolutely real. And the fear frequency is very similar to the hatred frequency, and almost always hate is a mask for fear. You see that almost always true. No matter how big and tough the, the hateful person feels or, or comes across underneath, it's fear. So you can know about the evil that's happening, but inside that evil character that's doing all the murder is is an imprisoned slave who needs to get out. And we actually have the potential to get strong enough to help them get released. And that's what I'd like to see happen. So after we play part of the Zelenko um, interview as much as we can, given the short length of this show, we'll, we'll go ahead and do that. But remember that if you want to see the whole interview, it was today, which is the 23rd of December, 2021 on Alex Jones's show, which is among all the great news shows, independent news shows. I think it's the most comprehensive and really valuable. And if you want to see it, a lot of people think it's banned and inaccessible. That's not true. They weren't successful yet, although he's got all kinds of lawsuits and attacks and 
personal death threats on his family and everything, which is a good sign of government seal of approval, right, that they know he's telling the truth. Um, if you go to Ron Gibson's channel on BitChute or Brighteon and go there and bring it up, and it has all the Alex Jones shows with most of the commercials removed, and it's a way to see it every day um, for in whatever time you've got available. It's really a great news service, and I, I would give it incredible credit. And as I said last week, Alex's consciousness is progressing, and he's aware that... Um, Loving and forgiving and praying for your enemies is not some silly religious thing to say. It's real. And it's the most powerful way to disarm them. If we did it in mass, I think this would be over. So we go into that more in detail in Planetary Healing Club, which starts in about an hour and 40 minutes from now, hour and 50 minutes. And you're always welcome there if you have time and you want to stop by planetaryhealingclub.com. But we're going to get what we can played in this hour. So this is Dr. Zelenko, and I'm going to have to stop it early because after this interview piece, I want to show you a little clue of what could be done, uh, what's the real ultimate potential of mass noncompliance that David Icke and Chris Guy and all these great people talk about. So I want to save time for that. That, that one takes about... 14 minutes so we'll play as much of this as we can and i i may be stopping this one a few times to comment but i'll try to limit the amount of times i do that so let's see what uh, dr zelenko has to say and he's being interviewed by alex jones who's you know has done great things for the world is universally hated by the power structure but there's a reason for that so let's see some of this and i'm i'll interrupt it as i see necessary, but we'll get to hear as much as we can. So here's Dr. Selenko. These are individuals that are using this to take over the planet, and it's in the Great Reset documents, and it's an incredible time to be alive. So Dr. <coughs> Zev Zelenko joins us here. He needs no introduction. So much has happened. He also issued an alert yesterday that if something happens to him, uh, that he's not died of cancer, uh, which he's fighting uh, right now, but that it, it, it can be foul play. I want to say the same thing. I'm getting a lot of death threats right now. We're not being dramatic, folks. We're at the tip of the spear exposing mass murderers. This is a war. And like Marshall McLuhan said 50 years ago, in the future, the war is going to be distributed to the general public. It's not going to be main armies against each other. So, Dr. Zelenko, so much going on, so much happening. Thank you so much for uh, joining us on this Thursday broadcast. Hi, Alex. Thanks again for having me. I got a lot of questions and a lot to say and a lot to break down, and I want you to be able to take us where you want to go first. So, so take us there, and then I want to talk to you about Dr. Michael Yidon, who, who I know you talk a lot about getting even more hardcore now and basically aligning with, with what you and I are saying. It isn't about us being right, but, but I think it's key to really have people face what we're up against if we have any chance of beating it. So we do have a, we're going to win. Um, it's like someone who's placed chess, the better chess player you are, the more moves ahead you could see. And I, I see already that it's checkmate. The only question that's still a variable is how much carnage and what will be the body count of the innocent until we get to that point. And the, the reason why I'm doing these interviews is that I hope that uh, spreading the true narrative and giving people hope uh, may mitigate or reduce the body count. And so um, regarding Dr. Michael Yadin, I know him personally. Um, he's a mentor of mine. He's a brilliant scientist, former vice president of Pfizer. 
And um, he told me personally that for every one child that dies from COVID, a hundred die from the vaccine. The vaccine is a hundred times more lethal to children than the virus. I think it's more than that, but he has the statistics and the data analysis to, to prove that. And he has actually presented that information to the world. Um, he's a man of integrity. He has only uh, what to lose from coming out of retirement. He's a very wealthy man. He doesn't need uh, uh, all this aggravation. The only reason why he's doing it is I believe that he's being motivated by altruism and a, and a genuine desire to uh, protect people from carnage. Um, now, I think that it's extremely important to understand what is the <coughs> motivation behind the, the criminals and monsters that have done this. Because And everything, no one should believe a word I'm saying. They should just listen and then do their own due diligence. And I provided for you uh, resources and references to what I'm about to say, but uh, much of which I'm sure you know. But 30 years ago, it became obvious to the people in power and people who are the wealthiest, most powerful people on the planet, that there was going to be a major catastrophe economically uh, in 30 years. There would be a collapse, bankruptcy of the beginning, a bankruptcy of Social Security and Medicare. And that's all known. And Biden's recent policies of increased entitlements have upped the date to the anticipated collapse to 2027, 2026, used to be 2028. That's the beginning. And within 10 years, there'll be a complete bankruptcy. That will have a tsunami effect on the global economy and threatens the stakeholders, their power and their wealth uh, and control mechanisms over humanity, which they've had cultivated over millennia. We're talking about a force of um, evil that has always used human uh, slavery as a as a economic as an asset. Slavery has always been the most lucrative industry in the history of humanity, and these people are amoral. They're not immoral. They are amoral, which means they are moral when it's expedient for them. They're immoral when it's expedient for them. They support the Jews when it's expedient for them. They support the Christians when it's useful to them. And then they set the Jews against the Christians and vice versa when it's useful for them. They're capitalists when they need to be. They're communists when they need to be. They're, this level of malevolence um, transcends all of these systems that they have set. And they play games and create chaos and geopolitical destabilization in order to promote their own agenda. In this particular case, it became obvious to everyone that there was going to be a huge economic collapse. And they were threatened. So what, what have they done? They've initiated a plan over the last 30 years that will result in when the system collapses the and the dust settles, they will have the new financial infrastructure and control mechanisms to lead to the ultimate enslavement of humanity. And let me explain. Um, in 2016, everyone knows Klaus Schwab said that within... 10 years, meaning by 2026, right before the anticipated collapse, 7 billion people will be tagged with a uh, digital tracking device, essentially. A uh, biometric sensor that transmits 
biometric data with your location to a third party. And it's not science fiction. There's a patent, which we've spoken about several times. But he said on French TV, he said, first she'll wear it, then it'll be in the skin. Right. That That's Klaus Schwab saying that, and I have that video. But in addition to that, there's a patent. The two patents that go hand in hand. The, the one patent that says that the current vaccines have nanotechnology in them that allows them to measure your heart rate. Dr. Zelenko, stay right there. We're going to come right back to you. This is riveting information. Dr. Zelenko, please stay with us. Now, I didn't talk to Dr. Zelenko before he came on air today. And I didn't tell him I want to talk about the Great Reset and engineered financial collapse and how Schwab is now pre-programming. There's going to be a big cyber attack that they claim terrorists launched. We know who will really launch it. And notice he just brought it up without us even asking because we're all synced up. That's God consciousness. That's what scares these Satanists. He wrote an article titled, Government is the Enemy, What is Really Going On by Dr. Zelenko. So, Doctor, please continue. You got cut off by the break getting into, they know they fraudulently created all this fractional reserve banking. They've created all these derivatives. They've taken the world over by it, but it's a scam. So instead of them all going to jail, they've come up with a plan to collapse the world economy, pose as the saviors, and depopulate the useless eaters in the process, which is what so many corrupt feudal lords have done in the past, like the Aztecs and others when they didn't want to feed their population. Please continue. Yeah, so uh, the, the patent that I mentioned earlier gives the technology and the mechanism through which Klaus Schwab's prophecy, let's say, uh, about 7 billion people having a digital identifier um, that connects them to a centralized network or grid or matrix, um, is going to happen. And and the second patent that goes together with that is what Microsoft has from 2020. Um, it's WO 2020-06-06-06. And that patent describes the linkage of biometric data transmission to cryptocurrency. And so let me explain to you what that actually means. It means that in the future, and say 2026 at time, there'll be no more Easy Pass, there'll be no more Apple Pay, there'll be no more credit cards. Um, it will be biometric transactions. In other words, you are now injected with a technology that transmits your internal temperament and your internal data with your location to a third party. Now, and that will allow you to, let's say, put your hand on a scanner and then walk out from the supermarket. So the hipsters think it's cool. But the problem with that is, what if I don't want to be part of the matrix? What if I don't want to be injected with a... Uh, tracking uh, technology. Well, then I would be excluded from the system of finance. I won't be able to buy bread, at least not uh, probably on the black market, but I won't be able to buy bread for my family. So it's a control mechanism. It's the mark of the beast. In other words, if if I don't participate in the system that they have created and control, I will be excluded from the ability to do transactions, financial transactions. So they don't have to put a bullet in my head. They just have to prevent the, my my ability to buy food for my family. And that, that's like the social credit system in China, where basically they could set a radius through which I can't go out of my house and put me on house arrest. They know my location. I step out out of my permitted uh, radius, let's say, and they turn off my uh, ability to do finance. So this is a control mechanism. And the entire crisis here has nothing to do with medicine, has nothing to do with health, 
if there are fools on this planet right now who actually think that the governing bodies actually care about your well-being, then there's no hope for you. But the reality is that COVID-19 is a weapon of mass destruction. It was made in a laboratory. No one denies that. And I want to tell you something, Alex, I don't know if you realize that in, uh, um, Ralph Barrick, Dr. Barrick, was involved in every step of the development of this bioweapon and converting it to a human virus. They took, he took a bat coronavirus, changed some things on it, got a patent for it, and technology to convert it to a human virus. Then Dr. Barrick and Zheng Li in Wuhan, funded by the NIH, they published a paper thanking the NIH, figured out how to augment the lethality of this virus to destroy human lung tissue. Which was key blood because blood. Fauci wanted his HIV protein to be part of it so he get paid. Yes, but here's something you may not know. That in March of 2020, I came across data, papers, that helped me formulate my treatment approach based on zinc and zinc ionophores, which is what the Z-Stack concept is. What I didn't realize until last week was that Ralph Barrett published that paper. Wow. Processed that. In other words, the guy who made the bomb also created the antidote to defuse the bomb, funded by the government. Incredible. And other Start thing, over. Say Ralph that again. Ba that is, no, I did not know that. I was like, oh, this is groundbreaking. Explain, oh my, you're, you're a big researcher. That's how you found the, these treatments nobody else had. And then when you found the research paper, it's the guy that was engineering it all out of Chapel Hill, North Carolina, with Obama, with Fauci, moving it. Oh, this is so huge. Please start over. And by the way, on your Skype is a link to that paper. So. I, everything I'm saying, I have um, evidence for, and, and it should be presented because otherwise it won't be believed. Yes, sir. We'll either put but, it on screen or we'll put it in post later once this is archived. But please start over. This is huge. All right, fine. So um, Ralph Barrick in 1999 did research at the University of Chapel Hill, he, uh, North Carolina. He was able to manipulate a bad animal virus, a bad coronavirus, converted uh, by modulating a surface protein to infect human beings. But it was still benign. It was just infecting human beings now. And then, in 2010, uh, the same Ralph Barrick figured out a way to diffuse coronaviruses by using zinc and zinc ionophores, inhibiting uh, RNA-dependent RNA polymerase or inhibiting a coronavirus uh, replication. In 2015, and by the way, everything's here being funded by the United States government. It's all because it's on the papers. And on the peer-reviewed papers, they thank the United States government, NIH or whatever, for the funding. Then in 2015, in, in Wuhan, Eric, together in collaboration with Zheng Li, Dr. Zheng Li, the bad lady they call her, were able to figure out a way to augment the payload of this weapon to destroy human lung tissue and, and cause blood clots. They wrote a paper about it. They thanked the NIH. They published it, and they got patents on it. And here's another layer to the story. The same Ralph Barrick worked with a team from Gilead Pharmaceuticals to make remdesivir. Which destroys the kidneys right. and doesn't help you. This is so diabolical. So every way you can see the criminal pre-planning. Yes. And so um, this is a bioweapon. And they had the antidote for it. And they suppressed the antidote intentionally. Not for themselves. You think these these um, masterminds want their own families to die? Of course not. They themselves know. This is consistent with what I knew about the 
executives of, of um, yeah you broke that a year uh, ago and then joe rogan confirmed it that that hundreds of members of congress in hollywood all know about this but still want it suppressed that 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 your protocol they were using your protocol but they suppress it for the general public talk about evil yeah also the executives of google i know internally that they're all taking hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin and so the, this was this information the antidote to the bomb the poison was known was created by the same the the same monsters but they hid it from you and me now when doctors like myself stumbled across um, these approaches uh, because we we had necessity the patients were dying and so we needed some help we needed help to, we needed to treat the patients and so immediately anything that would help hydroxychloroquine then ivermectin and even the concept of early intervention putting the getting rid of this infection before the complications begin. Everything was vilified, marginalized, and uh, doctors that were advocating for it were deplatformed. So then you so have to ask you laid out is they knew it, they had it planned, they censored it, they did it all. We'll come back with Dr. Zelenko to explain how huge this is straight ahead. Please stay with us. And again, I would apologize for 14 minutes of ads an hour, but that's the standard for talk radio and TV, and I hate going to break with Dr. Zelenko saying something so important, but it's all hard. It's all hardwired in by the satellite feeds that literally cut into the radio stations. That's why the deplatforming off the main internet. We said on air because we had over 200 radio stations, and we still do. So we're very thankful to those stations. But I am going to start the new year three nights a week, at least three nights a week, a multi-hour commercial-free podcast direct to you, the viewers and listeners, with guests and callers where I might take a break to go to the bathroom or get a cup of coffee or something, but it's not going to have regular commercial breaks. So look for that in the new year, something I promised to do. The world's so crazy, we're here. But Dr. Zelenko, I know our listeners are smart. They're awesome people, but I want them to get what you're saying. You're laying out any grand jury. It would, it would take a few weeks to give a grand jury all this, but they would definitely indict Fauci for what you're saying. You're laying out the compendium of basically how this criminal plan was set up and when you see how criminal it was, like you were saying last time you were on, months before the outbreak, Gates and, and, and Fauci are already sending messages saying, get the vaccine ready. They're like, well, wait, they didn't make the vaccine. No, they own the patents to what vaccine they, quote, wanted to then be sent out to the major makers, which they also got paid money from. So the trail, I, I think is what you're saying, of them scientifically preparing this is one of the most open and shut premeditated murder cases ever. Is that what you're saying? I'm saying this is the worst crime in human history. It's a genocide. It's mass murder, first degree premeditated genocide and mass murder. And um, it's being driven essentially by demonic um, personalities that are absolutely obsessed with power and 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 wealth. But more than more than wealth, I think it's power because once you have a hundred billion dollars, let's say, what's the difference if you have 150 billion? You don't feel it. But power and and being able to enslave others, it, it fulfills the perverse uh, desires of these uh, narcissists, egotists, and and really, uh, I would even call them Satan incarnate or the embodiment of, of the essence of evil. Uh, and I, I actually want to share with you. you know who Barbara Marks Hubbard was? Yes. Okay, she is the demonic mother of the New World Order. She, uh, I hope she burns in hell for all eternity. She, um, and I'm going to read you a few quotes from her that will explain to you the philosophy. She's the ideology, the mother of the ideology of Klaus Schwab, let's say. 
one-fourth of humanity must be eliminated from the social body. So, quote, we are in charge of God's selection process of planet Earth. He selects, we destroy. We are the riders of the pale horse death. End quote. Another quote from her. This act is as horrible as killing a cancer cell. It must be done for the sake of the future of the whole. So be it. Be prepared for the selection process, which is now beginning. We, the elders, have been patiently waiting until the very last moment before the quantum transformation to take action to cut out this corrupted and corrupting element in the human in the body of humanity it is like watching a cancer grow something must be done before the whole body is destroyed the destructive one-fourth must be eliminated from the social body <clears throat> i want to read you one more quote not from her from his name is jacques atali he uh, was a advisor to the french prime minister from 1981 to Till in the 90s, I think 1991. Yeah, that he was Francois Mitterrand, who was a big Luciferian. Please continue. Yes, so he was Mitterrand's right-hand man. And this, this is from a book called Verbatim in 1981. Now, um, the Facebook fact-checker, <laughs> uh, Myth uh, Busters, or Myth, whatever it's called, uh, says that this isn't true. But this is how I know that uh, this, this must be true. The future will be about finding a way to reduce the population. Of course, we will not be able to execute people or build camps. We get rid of them by making them believe it is for their own good. We will find or cause something, a pandemic targeting <clears throat> certain people, a real economic crisis or not, a virus affecting the old or, or, or the elderly. It doesn't matter. The weak and the fearful will succumb to it. The stupid will believe in it and ask to be treated. We will have taken care of having panned the treatment, a treatment that will be the solution. The selection of idiots will therefore be done by itself. They will go to the slaughterhouse alone. Wow. Dr. Zalinka, let me just say this, because this is about God consciousness, and I don't say something that isn't true, but it's a little embarrassing to say just because it's so personal. You normally, it's a, it takes about a week to get you on the show. Today, you were able to come on. I, I had a dream about you last night, but I couldn't remember the dream when I woke up. And when I got up, I said, I got to get Zelenko on today. And then I said, what was the dream about? I couldn't remember. And and then I just remembered that it, it, I said to myself, well, Zelenko kind of says the same thing every time he's on, just like you do. It's not an attack. It's true. Same emergency message. But I said, no, today's going to be different. And then I intended to come in here and talk about depopulation, talk about the UN, talk about Schwab, and talk about she wasn't even by name, but those same groups. And then here you said it. The, 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 this is amazing. And, 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 and I'm not trying to be weird about it. It's just true. So I feel like I should have said that. Go ahead. Listen, truth is truth. It is a certain, it's in the air, you know, and people that are attuned to it, um, I think it's become much more accessible to anyone who wants to access and download this information. And I'm talking about metaphysically, that there's an intuitive sense of what's true and what's not. Anyone who has some degree of sensitivity sees that this is a um, an attempt by the forces of evil 
to steal God consciousness and then use fear to breed um, codependency on a cult, codependency on sociopaths and corrupt governments and a belief in, in the golden calf of these like false and promises. And so God knows evil's coming after us and God's opened the floodgates. That's what I feel, actually. I mean, my discernment's way more powerful than it used to be. Are, are you seeing the same thing? But, yeah, but I see it actually in a different way. That I see that um, God is giving every human being an opportunity. It's like we're in the generation right before the flood of Noah, and God is saying, "Listen, uh, repent or, and get on the on the ark. Don't stay in the turbulent waters of idol worship and child sacrifice and paganism." You see, it's the decisions of man. If you know, there's a psychoanalyst. Uh, uh, what's his name? I forget. But um, I'll remember in a minute. But he, Carl Jung. Carl Jung. So he wrote that the degradation of a society begins with the degradation, moral degradation of an individual. And so you can learn vice versa, that the moral improvement of a society begins with the refinement of the individual. And so it's the sum total of all of our bad decisions over the last uh, whatever period of time that has led to the slaughter of the unborn, the, the, the defamation and desecration of gender roles, the desecration of what marriage is, the uh, perversion and, and poisoning of the youth through the public school system which teaches debauchery and normalizes um, the worst behavior, immoral behavior. So basically, this country has drifted away from Judeo-Christian morals. And, and let's just keep it simple, the Ten Commandments. And so therefore, it's not surprising to me that there comes a kind of a tipping point that's crossed, a threshold that's been passed through collective humanity, where God says, okay, now it's time for a cleaning. And I think that's what we're going through. And it, it may be... The best result here is people repent. Um, they return back to the, you know, the umbrella of the divine will. They live a moral life. They respect life, the sanctity of life. They respect marriage. They respect uh, children and the unborn and so on. And that could avert a, a major body count. However, regardless of whether or not people are going to realize that, the cleansing will happen. And so... What, what it's again, every single individual right now is being given a choice, and that choice is from God. And here's the question Who are you going to bow down to? I agree. Stay right there, Dr. Lingo. Final segment. Talk about solutions straight ahead. We'll be right back. You know, I've got another Barbara Max Hubbard quote for you. She's one of the gurus of Hillary Clinton. I think she's dead now, gone to hell. But she talks about we are the pale horse death, we're the new world order, we're going to carry all this out. I'll uh, pull that quote up for you coming up here in just a few minutes, but I was just paraphrasing it. But but Dr. Zelenko, medical doctor, who helped get the first treatments out that saved millions of people, he's here with us. And, and I wanted to talk about where we're going here, because everything Satan does is a counterfeit. And so Satan says, oh, I'm going to call the people. I'm going to make them make the decision. I'm going to make them uh, decide which side they're on. But then... Really, that's God's plan, and it's up to us individually to choose, not for Satan to make those choices for us. And here's Jack Posobiec, who's a smart guy. Pretty clear Biden is only crediting Trump for the vaccine to set him up to take the blame for what comes next. I think that's a very simple, neutral way to say it. And now Trump is rubbing it in after speeches in Texas, saying take the shot, it's totally safe, it totally works. None of that's true. Trump says most Americans dying are unvaccinated and encourages everyone to get the shot. Now, he loved Dr. Zelenko's protocol, helped promote it. 
I think Trump just thinks doctors are trustworthy. He hasn't heard of Joseph Mengele. And I'm sorry to bring up a Nazi analogy, but it's the one that fits there, Dr. Zelenko. I, I think Trump's a good person, but I'm really worried about him with what he's doing here. I, I think he's being set up. What do you think? Um, whatever his motivations are, I have to publicly uh, disagree with him. Um, I, I think he's done a lot of good. I would say the main thing they did that was good was move the federal judiciary to the right with 300, more than 300 justices that are, uh, you know, have Judeo-Christian values. I think that that did help move the country, uh, the moral compass of this country. But what he's talking about when it comes to these vaccines, he really doesn't know what he's talking about. Or if he does, then I have a real problem with him because um, he's worried about his legacy. You know, he's a narcissist. And and um, he, what he cares about now is his, is his legacy. And he went warp speed um due to political calculations, this I know for a fact, but uh, he was going, looking into pre-hospital treatments and emphasizing that until hydroxychloroquine became politically radioactive. And then he made a calculation or his team got bad advice in my, for short, that shifted him towards a warp speed vaccine development because he thought that was going to help him win re-election. And then yeah, we have, we after have to, we have to pause second term, go back to pre-hospital. I was told pre-hospital Okay, so it's an interesting interview, and, and it just happened today. This is like right up to present time. Zelenko's had a lot of insight that is worth listening to. Um, he's risked his life to talk about not just hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin, but when he couldn't get those in New York for his dying patients, <clears throat> then he found quercetin, which is a natural substance that comes from fruit extracts and was saving people just as much. And he's talking about this concept of a zinc ionophore being what all three of those things do. And all that means is that the zinc carries, um, or, or the zinc is carried into the cell by the zinc ionophore, which is one of those three remedies, and the zinc is a preventive against the disease. And uh, that is what is targeted for uh, silencing or extermination now because it gets in the way of the narrative for the vaccine, which was never needed for anything. And I I think um, I would agree with Dr. Zelenko about Trump now. He's complicit with mass murder and has to apologize for that and help make up for it in some way. Otherwise, he's of no use to anything positive at all, Even even though he did do great work with the courts, the federal courts, and making the country energy self-sufficient and a lot of other stuff. But right now what's happening is an attack on humanity. I have to talk fast because I want time for that other video that I want to share with you. But what Dr. Zelenko shared with the motivation of the people behind the assault on humanity right now is only partially true up to a certain level uh, you see, the power structure is very complex, and they give a different motive and understanding to each level of servants of evil. And the level that this lady, Barbara Marks Hubbard, was talking about, believe that they're only going to reduce the population by a quarter and just kill off those people. And that's what she believes. But at the higher levels, they know that it's more than that. And at the top level, they know it's everybody, and not just all humans and themselves included but the whole biosphere, and they're well underway with that now. And they're doing it not for money, obviously not for money or power, 
because if there's nobody left alive, there's nobody to have power over. And if, if everyone's dead, it, the money system is not going to work very well. It's a ceremonial sacrifice. And I'm totally open to being corrected on that. But as far as I can tell, and I've been looking at this for a long time, it's the only thing that makes sense. So, you know, Zelenko is talking about reforming individuals' lives and becoming ethical and moral again, not according to a list of, you know, arbitrary rules, but by becoming conscious. Because even if you never read a book in your life, because of who you are, if you start to w- wake up and for real, you you can't do these crimes. It's impossible. So how does that waking up start? And what I wanted to show is it's really not about intellectual discussions or debates or anything like that. It's about getting back in touch with spirit. And I'm going to try to play the whole clip of something that happened to illustrate the possibility of this. Uh, it happened in World War One, and I know we've got some platforms that are audio only, and you should go to lostartsradio.com and watch this clip. It's really worth seeing the, the visual on. But I, for the people that are listening just on uh, radio right now, I'll try to re- keep up with reading the subtitles because a lot of it is in German. This is from the out in the trenches where you have one line of trenches on one side it was German in this case, and the other side was American or English, or in this case it was, I think, Scottish. And they kill each other, and they keep being replaced by new people who live in the trenches until they die. And it just goes on and on and on. And if consciousness awakens, the troops can't keep doing this. And there was a little bit of awakening that got through just real briefly in the middle of this trench warfare. And it's appropriate to remember tonight, because it was right around, it, I think it was on Christmas Eve, which will be tomorrow when we're recording this. And the, when I saw this for the first time, it just made me cry. Because you don't need complex arguments, you don't need to be explaining why and how, who's wrong and who's right. You just need, if you get any reawakening, it's like when they were talking about the Vietnam War with a bumper sticker and said, what if some people started realizing the war was a scam? It wasn't to for freedom or anything like that. It was much more nefarious. And they had this bumper sticker that said, what if they held a war and nobody came? And it's a really good question. And it could apply on a much broader scale, like the people who are working for the fake media, if if you start to wake up like the people in this video do, you can't deceive the public anymore. You know, you're making tons of money on one of the major TV networks by lying to people off a teleprompter every night or being in one of these apparently, you know, spontaneous commentator groups who are told in advance everything to say. You can't do that. And if you're in the central banking system or anywhere in the banking system where you're stealing from people, which is what central banks are for and destroying countries, you can't do it anymore. Or if you stay in the system, you figure out a way to stop the crime that it's doing uh, as an insider, or maybe you become a whistleblower and go to Project Veritas. But whatever you do, 
you have to do it for the sake of humanity because you know inside every other person, just like in you, is the same spirit that permeates everything. And it needs to be rescued, it needs to be honored, and it needs to be served in whatever way we can do. It's really important and to start making these connections with people in other countries so that we become aware of the fact that we're all brothers and sisters in the same family, part of the same spirit. And if that happens, it's really difficult for the top-level demonic rulers to carry out their uh, agendas because they need our cooperation. And this is just a little hint that that could be broken at any moment. So let's play that clip, and the parts that are in German, I will try to read the subtitles fast enough. Let's take a look at it. Out in the trenches. Hey, lads, where'd you get the pipes? This is from the uh, Scottish side. The guys in 92nd heard we'd be in the trenches for Christmas. That was decent. Don't surprise. There's a spare set. That was bagpipes. They were talking about sit here. You can use this place. Padre, give us a song. And he picks up the bag bagpipes. I'm dreaming of a white Christmas, I think. You got to go to lostartsradio.com and see the visual. So on the German side, they've got all these little Christmas trees inside their trench. Candles burning. And they're hearing bagpipes come from the Scottish side. Song of starting to sing. Scottish ones are starting to sing. Trying to celebrate Christmas down in a hole in the dirt. And the Germans are sitting in their hole and they're hearing the music. One of them's holding a pet cat. I don't know how I got into the trench. Come boys louder, they say on the Scottish side. Turn it up so you can hear the music if you're on audio. This is about us. We're in the trenches. Behind enemy lines. Showing somebody outside the trenches crawling around. Not sure what they're doing. The Germans say they seem to be having fun. Wouldn't you like to as well? And one of them's introducing a woman, Anna something. Good evening. Good evening. They say, what's all this? And the commander says, are you mad bringing this lady in here? Lieutenant, I convinced the crown prince that I must. a little music would do no harm. Good. 
Lieutenant says, very well. Fire away. I don't know how the lady got in there. She's not wearing a military uniform. They didn't do that back then to women. They're putting their Christmas trees up on the edge of the trench so that they could be visible from the other side. They've got lights on the Christmas trees. And I guess they'll... Okay, they say, Lieutenant, quickly come, something odd is afoot. I don't like this, Lieutenant. Could be a diversion or some dirty trick. somebody on the Scottish side no he's on the German side starts singing Silent Night and they're hearing it over on the Scottish side somebody has a harmonica one of the Germans is playing the harmonica Silent Night in German. Scottish side is all silent listening. Christmas trees are all up on the edge of the German trench. German lieutenant is really suspicious and then all the Scottish ones start clapping and cheering for the music. And the Germans are thinking, what is going on? Now the Scottish ones stand up out of the trench and start playing the music again, playing the bagpipes. Silent Night. Now they're quiet, waiting to see if the Germans will respond. And the Germans start singing. Oh, come all ye faithful in German.
walking toward the Scottish enemies with a Christmas tree in his hand. Take some courage to get up out of the trench and walk toward the other side, singing. That's exactly what he's doing. Good evening, Englishmen. Good evening, Germans, but we're not English, we're Scottish. <laughs> so, das war ja ganz schön, aber jetzt gehen wir wieder zurück. And the German commander says, very nice, but that's enough. In other words, he doesn't want everybody to get killed. He says, this is not the Berlin Opera. You're right, says the other man. It's better than Berlin. And the Scottish man comes up, well, I never, that beats the lot, says the German person in the trench. A summit meeting and we're not even invited. What the hell's going on? Another German man walks up. Do you speak English? Yes, a little. Wonderful. Uh, we were talking about uh, a ceasefire for Christmas Eve. What do you think? The outcome of this war won't be decided tonight. I don't think anyone would criticize us for laying down our rifles on Christmas Eve. Don't worry. It is just for tonight. <laughs> German says, give me a bottle of champagne to his troops in the trench. And he starts pouring glasses of champagne. Scottish man says, thank you. Thank you. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Frohe Weihnachten. Frohe Weihnachten. Toasting Merry Christmas. Somebody shoots off some fireworks. And both sides are clapping. They don't realize what a big deal this is. All the troops start walking out of the trenches. Walking towards each other. 
bottles of drinks in their hands. Both sides are coming together. Looks like about a hundred people on each side. Standing there, looking at each other. The people they were about to kill. Good evening. I'm Anna. One of the Germans looks in his pocket, takes out some tobacco, offers it to the Scottish man. Or no, vice versa. I'm sorry, Scottish to the German. They start trading tobacco and alcohol. And the, the cat is joining in. The cat's name is Nestor. You're talking about what farm he came from. Well, I guess that's the whole thing. Anyway, the point of that is, the reason that's relevant is that you may not know it, but you and all of us are in the trench, in the trenches now, and we're expected to keep killing each other. And it's a consciousness test. I would have said an intelligence test, but it's not really an intelligence test because some of the really intelligent People with high IQ are happy to keep killing each other. And some of the people in charge of this whole thing have very high IQ, and they're very demonic. And most people would say, well, they have to be destroyed. And I'm saying, all of us are slaves in this play, in this movie that you're the star in. We're slaves because this is not who we are. You're an incredible being. You're an incredible being. And covered up with mind programming that's intentional. Acting as if you are the mind programs, ready to kill other people or ready to serve the ones who are killing everybody. And they're not like Dr. Selenko said, only interested in partial reduction. At the top, they intend to kill everybody, including their own. And that's the movie, you know, and what role are you playing? If you're working for the power structure, you know, pay attention, see what you're doing. It's like um, 
What if they gave a war and nobody came? The war couldn't happen. It needs us to do the killing at the behest of bosses that we don't even know who they are. Nobody knows who they are. They don't use names. They're not the people in the newspaper. They're not the people of the opposing party that you're supposed to hate. They're standing way above, and they know what their objective is, and they know who they're following, and they're taking orders from non-human levels. You know, I've seen some of the lower levels of those. And um, it's not people that you can talk to or that you can reason with or that you can impress. They're very focused. They, there are other ways to reach them. But they're all slaves. Even the demons are slaves. You know, you talk about fallen angels. What were fallen angels before they fell? Think about it. They were angels. You think their essence changed? No. Their mind programming changed. And we're all in this ridiculous play, helping to destroy each other instead of building a new world right now, which we should be doing. And that starts with building a new self for who you are, more in line with who you really are, instead of these characters that we're playing. So people talk about waking up, and there's different definitions of that. And sometimes people think waking up is being able to recite all the deep things that are going bad in the world, all the banking schemes and the GMOs and the geoengineering and the poison food and water and all. Knowing about that is not waking up. That's just becoming aware of what the problems are. But the deeper problem behind all of that, allowing any of it to happen, if you realize that you're working in a company and you're designing things to destroy the genome of corn, well, that's already been done. But some other plant or some animal or humans, because we're, in fact, we're being turned into GMOs by the injection now. And it's killing people all over the place. And it's suspected to kill most of the rest in the, you know, in the years ahead, the next three to five years or 10 years or something like that. We need antidotes to that. We need people to stop serving the bad guys. Do something good from within your position. If you're working for high-level bankers and you're finding out some things like... Um, who was the guy that was trying to get on the show? Ronald, uh, Ronald something. He was a higher level banker and he got out alive and he reported what was going on in the higher levels of the banking system, which is Satan worship and sacrifice of kids and unpleasant stuff like that. If you're anywhere in the power structure, see what you can do that's good from inside it. If you're brainwashing kids and college students from inside the corrupt educational system see what you can do from inside there it's us in the in the trenches if you're working for fluoridating the city water and destroying people's consciousness that way think about what you could do you know if you're in the corrupt economic or political power positions there are things you can do from within your position at least become a whistleblower go to project veritas and Give them the information that they need. The whole destructive agenda stops if nobody will do it. If you're flying a chemtrail plane, no, I don't care if you call it chemtrails or geoengineering or anything else. It doesn't matter what you call it at all. 
It matters what it's doing, poisoning the world. It's not just disrupting the weather, which is what it's intended to do. It's poisoning the entire biosphere to kill it and blotting out the sun. It's not trying to cover up problems. It's trying to cause them on a, on a level of global death. If you're working somewhere in that structure, realize you're in the trenches following orders to kill everybody. That's not a good thing to do. So we take a lesson from the German and Scottish Christmas truce people in World War I and become aware of the role that we're playing. Don't support it. We need to build. We are just talking with Lee Merritt and Christian Northrup and Carrie Madej and a lot of these other great doctors and other people like that. They realize this is the time when we're supposed to be creating an alternative, healthy civilization. Peggy Hall has talked a lot about this. Not to wait till the whole thing crashes. It's in progress of crashing now. It's meant to crash. Start building the alternative now. Make the connections you need to make. I'm in the academic world too, and really important there if you're in it and you manage to somehow break the programming and realize, whoa, wait a minute, I'm brainwashing the students to be incapable of doing anything useful because they're so, they have such tunnel vision with specialization, which makes you unaware of, you know, doing really destructive things and sets you up to be used as a tool for destruction. Do something good from within the system. Make education real again. That would be a good start. Bring back real science. Bring back real medicine. Real medicine has no negative side effects at all. You know, Hippocrates didn't just say, well, don't kill too many people. He said, don't do any harm at all. And that means it's possible to have medicine with no harm, everything else with no harm too. If you're designing chemical weapons, think of what you could do instead. We need a new civilization. And people who realize the situation are the ones who are supposed to be doing it now, and that's you. So, Take all that energy you're wasting on condemning everybody else and saying, oh, that person's so terrible, you know, they're satanic and they're demonic and doing all that. Well, that's probably true, but that's not helping it. You know, look, really evaluate yourself from a distance and say, what could I improve? Start doing it now. It, uh, it gradually uncovers the potential that the bad guys are afraid that you'll discover. So take their guidance and do it now. It's a good time to remember the Christmas truce. It applies to your life directly. See what you can do, not for a momentary New Year's Eve resolution that you break right after you make it. I'm talking about a permanent change in direction in everything you do. Get your health back. Get your clarity of mind back. They go together. It's really a lot harder to do it if your body doesn't feel good. So learn about natural uh, health restoration practices. They're still available even though they're violently suppressed in America and most of the world. They're, They're still available. They're in nature. Get back who you are. That's the only thing that I can see. I mean, the mass noncompliance would follow automatically for waking up. You become self-aware of who you are. Wait a minute. Whoa. You're working for the police. 
in Australia or Austria or Germany or Canada or UK or, you know, it hasn't gotten as bad in the US yet, but it's coming. If you're working for the police committing crimes and you start to become self-aware, you don't have to decide whether you're going to keep doing that or not. You can't do it. It's impossible. And then you just decide how you can do the most good. Same in the military. If you're in the military and you start waking up a little bit, you can't carry out unlawful orders, unethical orders, immoral orders. You can't do it. You don't have to decide. It's impossible. So what do you do instead? Make good use of the time. We don't know how much we've got left. Okay, and for the new year, I'd really like to hear from more of you guys about what you think is important. Because I don't want to just come up here and take the time to prepare all week and just talk a bunch. And then people say, well, either, well, that was really boring or that was interesting, but, you know, so what? And just go on to the next thing. The only reason it's worth taking valuable time to talk about this stuff is if it's going to address what we need to do. And every minute that passes is too valuable to waste. Okay, so I really appreciate you guys. Thanks for the time. And um, I really encourage you to take care of yourselves. Become healthy, get your health back. I don't care what age you are. The whole aging thing is not what it seems. And um, get your awareness back, get your clarity back. Common sense is more powerful than intellect by itself. Get that back. You've still got it. It's not gone. It just gets forgotten. See what you're designed to be and become that. You can help the rest of us that way. So anyway, Merry Christmas, no matter whether you have any religious preference or not. The attitude of bringing spirit back into life, not just for a a night or a week or during Christmas vacation, but you should live in that. Otherwise, what's the point? You know, the people that are into meditation, you're supposed to live in that. You're supposed to use the holiday if you're under stress, and a lot of people are from losing their jobs and all kinds of difficult things that are happening. The way you can get the satisfaction back from the holiday is use it as an opportunity to show kindness to the people in your family, the people that you're gathered together with, your friends, the people that you know. That way you always get rewarded. Don't worry about what you're going to get because what you're going to get is automatic when you look at ways to be kind to other people. And you don't have to be recognized. It doesn't have to be seen. No one has to know except for you. And watch what happens. Okay, so Merry Christmas and I'll see you next time. Talk to you soon. Introducing Lost Arts Radio on Subscribestar.com. Just go to Subscribestar.com slash Lost Arts Radio to find our rewards program offering 10 different giving levels starting at just 5 bucks a month. We offer incredible value for any rewards level, from extra monthly interview videos not available publicly to subscription-based Planetary Healing Club videos once, twice, or three times a month, to private counseling sessions with Lost Arts Radio host Richard Sachs, to tech help with me, Doug Diamond. 
We even have one option where you can be the star on Lost Arts Radio as our guest on a specially produced show just for you. We conduct an interview with you and broadcast it to our growing network and listenership. Our subscribe star levels are one of a kind and offer great rewards for any budget. Please help support Lost Arts Radio. We can't do it without you. With increasing censorship on many of our channels, we really need your support today to keep doing what we're doing. As Richard says, we're not even at survival level yet. Lost Arts Radio has three weekly shows. Lost Arts Radio Live each Saturday night at 7.30 Eastern, 4.30 Pacific, which is a live stream currently on multiple platforms in case we get banned from some of the larger ones. Right now, we're on Facebook Live, Twitch, and DLive. You can access these broadcasts by going to www.lostartsradio.com live for all the links to those channels. The Planetary Healing Club meets right after Lost Arts Radio Live at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific on Saturday nights. And our Sunday show with guests airs at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific on Sunday nights on our Blog Talk Radio channel, our YouTube channels, Facebook pages, and on Brideon. Be sure to sign up for our free email list just in case we do get banned on big tech's platforms. It's just a matter of time, really. They don't like the stuff we talk about, and they do not want the truth out there. In fact, they have already attacked us numerous times. Join our free email list so we can let you know where we are and how to access our shows. The sign-up button is right on the top right on most pages of our website. The best starting point for all things Lost Arts Radio is our main site, lostartsradio.com, where you can find the hottest news selection videos that we curate just for you. Those are on the homepage and added to daily, as well as articles and breaking news about information you really need to know. Our show archives, the 10 most recent shows, are right on our homepage, as well as our Blog Talk Radio page at blogtalkradio.com slash lostartsradio, or just click the All Things Radio Show tab right on our website. We're in the podcast directory on iTunes, and all of our shows, except the banned ones, are on our YouTube channel, at Lost Arts Radio. Our Brideon page is really taking off, and we often have editors' picks videos right on their homepage. Visit brideon.com slash channel slash Lost Arts Radio. On our site, you can also access our free listener forum as well as sign up for the Planetary Healing Club, which is just $25 a month, where you get private access to a one-on-one interaction with host Richard Sachs and myself and the other club members who participate live. More info can be found at planetaryhealingclub.com. We're providing solutions in there to make the world a better place. Come join us. Stay tuned because up next, you'll get to hear a really great song by an independent artist that we're doing our best to support. Go to lostartsradio.com slash music for the full list of all the great songs and bands that we spin on our audio-only podcast shows. If you're in a band and want to submit a song for consideration for airplay on Lost Arts Radio, visit my website at diamonddiscaudio.com for more information about the music placement, mastering, and mixing work that I do. Thanks again for listening to and supporting Lost Arts Radio. We love having you as part of our family to learn, experience, and grow with.